Welcome to episode 59 of the Holly Springs Deep Dive Podcast. My name is Karen Shore, and I'm excited that you're listening today. This week, we'll hear from one of my very favorite people, Wendy Parker. You'll know her from her adorable shop called Gifted Boutique and Wrappery that closed recently. Wendy was so generous with me with her time and her honesty and candor about what prompted her to close her shop and pivot to what she's doing now. Spoiler alert, don't feel bad for Wendy. I know I did when I first heard about her plans for closing, but she's up to something cool and new and 100% her own, and I can't wait for you to hear about it. Before we get started, if you're enjoying this podcast, consider becoming a supporter by clicking the Patreon link on my website, hollyspringsdeepdive.com. This podcast is free to listen to, but it's not free to make. And if you're considering having your business sponsor an upcoming episode, reach out to me at hollyspringsdeepdive at gmail.com. It costs less than you think, and you'd gain exposure to tons of locals to our area. Okay, ready to find out what in the world one of the nicest, coolest people in all of Holly Springs is up to right now? Let's dive in. I feel so lucky to be talking to someone I consider a dear friend, Wendy Parker. Many of you uh, locally will know her from her old shop, Gifted Boutique and Wrappery. Welcome, Wendy. Hello. Thank you, Karen. I'm excited to be here. I'm going to be honest. When I saw that Gifted was closing, I was so sad, and I was sad for you, but then I read your Facebook post, Mm -hmm. and it filled me with such optimism for you. You have something else cooking, and I want to talk about that later, but let's talk about Gifted uh, Boutique and Wrappery, the store that was open for, what, five years? Five years, almost five years. Yeah, it was was one of those things that I just had had in me that I needed to do. It was that thing that I was like, oh, I want to own a little gift shop. I want to own a little gift shop. I was always um, obsessed with Hallmark stores when I was a little girl. I loved Hallmark. It was like magic to me. Um, so I was like, I want to, I want to do that. And, um, and I did, I did it. I opened it and it was cute and it was great. But sometimes when you have a little dream like that and you do it and the reality of the dream does not suit what you thought, you know, it wasn't magic. (laughs) It wasn't magic and Christmas ornaments and sparkly things all the time. Um, so when my lease came up for renewal at uh, Main Street Square, I decided that it just wasn't it didn't it didn't suit me. So I closed it. Um, it just closed in February, but I finished that lease out there, and I was like, you know what, this is I can do this a way that's that's better for me and healthier for me. And so that's what I did. It was it's a it was a great little store, and I've had a lot of people say that that oh I'm so sad for you, and I just tell them please don't be. This is a choice, you know, this is a choice for me to choose my own happiness. So if, you know. So what did you, what did you think, what were your visions of what owning a gift shop would be like? And how did that compare to the reality that you saw? Um, I focused a lot because I'm a creative person. I focused a lot on the creativity of it, the merchandising, the buying all the cute stuff, um, getting to open the boxes and put it onto the sales floor and, you know, wearing an apron and twirling around. But, um, (laughs) um, I, I, it's not that I didn't think about the business part. Of course I started a business, but when you get into retail, retail's a beast, like it just is. And it, it, um, it's a hard business. So, 
you know, you're, you try to focus on the creativity and you try to focus on all the, the, the fun aspects of owning a gift store, but you store, but you are completely just stifled by overhead and, um, the constant churn that is retail of having to fill gaps, having to buy product. And as soon as you think you're on stable ground, something happens, you get a leak in your ceiling or, you know, you have, um, an employee that can't come to work or it, it, it was just, it was the kind of grind that I'm not wired for mm-hmm. and that I realized it, um, probably about maybe three or four years in, I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure if this hustle is the healthiest thing for me. Um, parts of it I'm really good at, but parts of it I just truly, truly suck at because they, sorry, can I say suck? You can, you can, come on. (laughs) Um, I just, because I'm, you know, it, it just, I've, I've never had to deal with all of those kinds of things. I've never had to have so many balls in the air so many balls in the air, some of which I don't even want to own. <laughs> I, so, so what I did was, you know, I, I made a decision. I just said, you know what, there are parts of this that I truly, truly love. And I can figure out a way so, to make it so my life and this business model focuses on those parts that I truly love and feel that I'm good at and get rid of a lot of these other parts that are just pretty toxic for me. Okay, so person. what what things did you focus on mm-hmm. that um, you really liked that you decided, you know, I can make a business on these fun things that I right. am good at and that I do like? So I love the gift-giving aspect of Gifted. I love curating gifts for people. I love wrapping gifts for people. I love that whole process. I loved watching people choose gifts, um, helping them pick what, what they needed to find, um, and making that process easier for people. I watch a lot of people struggle with buying a gift, which to me, as you know, someone who owns a gift store, and I've always been a good gift giver, has always been a really simple process. But so many people struggle <laughs> with what to get people. So I was like, there's got to be, you know, and I really enjoy trying to make that process easier for people and the creativity behind, you know, curating that kind of experience. So um, that's what I started focusing on um, when I started pivoting the business. Um, I mean, really, I was forced to pivot when COVID happened. I was forced to try to rethink and be more innovative with what I was doing just to keep it afloat until I could get to the end of that lease. Well, but, and that uh, gave you kind of the time and, and, and increased your, um, Nothing but time. I guess, yeah, capability of taking the time to think about all that stuff right. because I get right. getting into a grind and just going yes. through the motions all the time. Right. And then it's all of a churn, sudden, yeah. yeah, all of a sudden you're like, wow, I have time to think about all of this stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what, when I had to close the store for lockdown last March, um, it, ju- it did. It gave me time to think about what, what does Gifted look like when it's exclusively an online business mm-hmm. and how can I make it, um, different from other online gift stores? How can I be innovative with what I'm selling and what I'm doing and provide a service for people that they can't get from other places? So I just started focusing on that. And real and in that time, I really gained a lot of clarity in that. I really like doing it this way. Like I would come to the store every day, even though it was closed, legally closed, and I would do what I'm doing now. I would, you know, pack up gifts for people and wrap things and mail them out and you know, and I really enjoyed that process and the freedom that came along with that, like 
freedom and peace are like my two like primary things that I aim for in my life now that I'm in my 40s. I'm like, I need to be free and I need to be at peace with what I'm doing every day. So when I got to the point where I was not free and I was not at peace, I knew that I had to change something. And COVID, that's the, that's the good thing that came out of COVID for me is it gave me the clarity to say, here's how you do that. Here's how you can still do what you love and focus on the aspects of it that you're good at and that you love and that you can control and find peace and, and be flexible and free with your, with your time and your life. When you own a retail store, you're there. You're there all the time, even when you're not there. Right. Well, and when you weren't there, your mom was there. And I do miss seeing Suzanne. Yes, my mommy who's fully retired now. She's she's still over she, you know, she still lives close to the shop and um but yeah, she was she was with me for the for the whole ride. Mm-hmm. Well, as the as the lucky lucky recipient of many of your curated gifts, I can say that you are good at it. Thank you. You are really good at it. Thank you. I yeah, I just I don't know why. It's just one of those things. It's one of those. I try to be. If I, I know about a person, I can, I can choose a gift for them. Mm-hmm. Part of that is, pro tip, you know, the, the basic thing I always tell people is you have, to, you have to take yourself out of the equation. It's hard to take yourself out of an equation when you're shopping for someone else because they have different tastes than you. They have different hobbies. They like different things, some of which may be like, you know, not your cup of tea or so you have to take yourself out of the equation. And people have a hard time doing that and saying, I might not like this, but so-and-so will really love this. And I can buy it and spend money on it knowing that I hate it, but she will love it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard thing for people to do. They talk themselves out of it a lot. I watched it happen every day. This this yeah. confused, wide-eyed look where people just get overwhelmed with... Well, it was easy to get overwhelmed in your store. Um, well, there's because, a lot. Yeah, there's cute stuff. Yeah, there. I, going on in there. I lovingly described it to people. Emphasis on lovingly, but <laughs> I would describe it as if Etsy threw up in a oh, yeah. an enclosed space because you yeah. had so many things, and you were really here comes the pun. You were very gifted at displaying things and making. It, um, you know, not monotonous. It it could have been very like Aldi if you hadn't, you know, put so much care and thought and love into the way you displayed things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you were the the great thing about your shop and the fact that you were always there. And if you weren't, it was because you were picking your daughter up at school or dropping her off at school. It was either you or your mom, mm-hmm. um, or your one other part time worker who I saw in there. Cherry. Sherry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't remember her name. But you women knew everything that was in that store. So if I walked in and said, okay, I need to buy a card and this is what the person is like and I don't really want to buy a card for them. I don't like them, but I have to because (laughs) of a manufactured holiday. I remember I walked in. I have a card for that. I walked in and I said something very similar to that to your mom. And she was like, oh, here's the perfect card. And I looked at it and I was like, damn it, you're right. This is the perfect card. It doesn't say a bunch of flowery stuff that isn't authentic to the way I feel about you. (laughs) You know, so as much as I love Hallmark, Hallmark cards make me queasy. Some of their cards, I'll go in there and I literally cannot roll my eyes far enough back into my head with some of the stuff people write in those cards. I'm like, who says this to people? (laughs) They have a whole channel with that kind of sentimentality and people love it. Just over the top. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a market for that for sure. But it just never, 
you know, I've, I was more, the cards that I carry are more artist-based cards. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more about the art than it is about the sentiment. And a lot of them are blank inside. So you can write whatever you want, which is also another challenge for people. You present them with a blank sheet of paper. I'm like, what am I supposed to write? I was like, well, let's start with happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I mean, I hate to focus on probably one of the, the least expensive things in your shop, but the great things about your cards were that once you were done, you could cut off the front and frame it. Mm-hmm. They are. A lot of them, I mean, they're made by artists, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of them are Etsy people. You say it looked like Etsy. I started on Etsy as a creative entrepreneur. That's where my, that's where my, creative journey started on Etsy in 2009. I still have an Etsy store that I run as a little side hustle, mm-hmm. but I started that shop in 2009 and I quit my day job in 2012 to do that full time. It was, it was hustling and bustling back then. Etsy was a big deal. Yes. And it still is. It still is. What's the name is. of your Etsy shop? It's called Stuck Together. So it was a, ma- it's a magnet store. So mm-hmm. I used to, I used to spend an ex- just a ridiculous amount of time making these little handmade glass magnets. They're like one inch and I would sell them in packs of six. And I did that. And I just, just cause I'm a creative person. I'm like, these are cute. Let me see if anybody wants to buy them. And uh, once I opened gifted, I couldn't, I didn't have the time to make the glass magnets. So now I make a, a different kind of magnet. They're like party favors and wedding favor magnets, but that store has over 10,000 sales. Like it was, yeah, it was killing it. That, it's it's a that store is a success story for me. So I keep it going just for like pocket money and stuff, and just because I enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. So you closed the shop, um, and you said February, right? February, yes, I did. Um, what kind of um, what kind of thoughts were you having when that happened? Because, like I said, at first I was really sad, right. but know. then the way you put your the way you were pivoting, you know, the way you wrote about it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yes. This is a good thing. So I didn't know what to expect on the last day. Like the day that I locked the door for the last time and no one else, no one could come in anymore, which was actually in mid-January. Um, I didn't move out till February because, you know, it takes a while. But I think I, I closed the door for the last time sometime in mid-January. And I didn't know what to expect that day. I was by myself um, in the store. And, you know, that day it closed. It was the last day and I closed it and I locked it. And I was just thrilled. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it was a relief for me. It was a relief for me to realize that I had, that I knew it was the right choice in that mm-hmm. moment. You know, I had wondered, you know, I had been, I had been working on this choice for over a year. You know, my lease, I had to make a decision on my lease last August, basically in the thick of COVID. I had to decide whether I was going to sign on at that spot for another five years. So I had started thinking about it in January. 2020, I just started going, you know, this, this may not be it for me. I I think I need to put some thought into really, if I want to re-up this for another five years and what that would look like for me. So I wasn't sure on that last day, if, you know, I wasn't sure if I would have tremendous regret Mm -hmm. or if I would be sad. Are you going to be be sad? Yeah. Are you going to be sobbing or are you going to feel relief? Yeah. Right. It was a complete relief. Good. And I was relieved that I was relieved because <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I, I knew it because people had been saying, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. And I had not felt sad. I had not felt sad. Once I had, once I made the decision and turned in my official notice, I was like, this is right for me. I, mm-hmm. this is, this is the path I'm, I'm supposed to go down. And, but people kept being sad for me and I would 
struggle with what to say to them because I don't want to, you know, tell them don't, you know, don't be sad because some people are sad that that cute little shop closed and they liked coming there. And I recognize that, but don't be sad for me because I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. I really was. I was just, it was just a moment for me where I was like, I, I made the right choice. This was the right choice. I feel such relief for you. And I, I am very happy that you are so much happier and I'm glad I was, I was so worried that you were going to tell me right now that um, you locked that door and you cried for three days, but now you're okay, but you didn't. I didn't. I don't know if I, I actually don't think I've cried about it. I don't think I shed a tear about it. I was very stressed about the transition. Yeah. About moving. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I already had a new space. I signed a, um, a lease on a studio space last October, um, because my friend Amber Smith, um, Amber Foster Smith, she had a space at Mim Square that she was mm-hmm. leaving to build at the block. She's building a studio at the block. And, you know, we, she had this cute studio space at Mim Square that I've always kind of coveted a little bit. I'm like, mm, it's cute. Um, so <laughs> it is she, a cute space. <laughs> it was a so cute when space. she was like, I'm out of here, I'm like, well, maybe that could be my new space where, uh, you know, I, I build this, I rebuild this brand and mm-hmm. that's what happened. She, she turned in her notice and I signed a lease the next day. Awesome. Well, I'm yeah. sure that um, Mim Square was relieved that they didn't have to um, market <laughs> that out and all of that yeah. stuff. So your new space. Handle this building really, they're really, this is, these people know what they're doing. I really good. enjoy this space. They take really good care of their tenants. It was a, mm-hmm. I'm happy I chose this space. Well, I would imagine your old space was really expensive. Yes. Retail, if you put a window on something like a storefront with a door, it, uh, it pretty much triples. Yeah. It's, it's, a. Uh, it's, it's way, probably way more than you think it is. Mm. <laughs> so, and it's, that's a hard thing to manage. I mean, you know, I sold gifts, you know, how many pairs of earrings I have to sell to make the overhead on a space with a door and a window is it's daunting. And then you had people like me coming in with my frequent buyer card and I was like, okay, give me my, give give me my punches so I can get a discount. (laughs) No, no, don't. (laughs) That's so funny. No, I mean, it's just, that's just the name of the game. You are just constantly, the overhead is your arch nemesis. You Mm -hmm. are just constantly battling against that. And I didn't like the feeling. I've never been a like more money, more, you know, more sales. I'm not a salesperson. I, Mm -hmm. you know, which is a problem in the business that I'm in, (laughs) but I'm not salesy. I've never been, I don't like being sold to. So I don't like that whole leg over the top, follow you around the store. So what is this work for you? What can I do to get you into a gift box today? Kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) so what is the new place? Like people can't just come by. It's not a store anymore. You can't come here. That's right. (laughs) They can. I still do local pickup, so they can come here. Um, It's a studio space, so it's set up. It's got two rooms, and it's set up. There's one room. um, You know Amber's old space. There's one room in the front. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, all business. It's shelves full of the cute stuff that used to be at the Gifted. It is not not on merchandise display. It is completely functional. Like Aldi, like it could have been at your old spot. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's, it's arranged for organization. It is for so that I can see everything. That's right. And that giant sales counter that I had it gifted, 
So here's something I had never thought about before. I had this sales counter custom built at the space at Main, Main Street Square. It was 12 feet long. That sales counter was huge. And so um, I had to have it divided up <laughs> like by a carpenter. So I have that, that sales counter divided into three pieces that are like my workspace in the front. And then the back space is my office and it's super cute with, with bright windows and sunlight and house. Well, and it's on the second floor. So that big it piece is. of, of um, counter had to be brought upstairs it did. too. Yeah, so. That's right. That's why we pay people. That's why yeah. we pay people. <laughs> that's yeah. why there are, there are big, strong people who carry that's that right. for you. Yeah, yeah. I had excellent movers there. I had excellent movers. They, they, they really impressed me with how quickly because I was overwhelmed with the move. I'm like, this is so much stuff. Like I have so much stuff. Well, what they do, and I figured this out from moving many times in my life, they are able to separate themselves, just like you just said, when you're picking out the perfect gift, separate yourself from it. Right. They they don't have a, a dog in the fight of moving. Right. They just right. pick the stuff up and move it. They're not That's like, right. oh, I remember buying yeah. that. There's not a story about everything. Yeah, you touch. no, they yeah. they're just like let's get this from here to there, and they uh, and they and that's do what that. They did. They had so, the store empty in an hour, and they had everything in the new space in another two. Wow! And I was like, well, that was way easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. So what um what are you doing now? Um, I have been to some of your online sales, and mm-hmm. they are so fun. Thank you. They're very interactive. Yeah, the Facebook live sales, which is just something I've had to adapt to because like I say, I'm not salesy. So doing that just, it feels almost like I'm acting when I'm doing those. I'm like, and next we have, you know, it just feels. Ugh. Yeah. But, you're um, like a spokesmodel from the I Price know, is Right. <laughs> I know. Um, so I'm gifted exists solely online. So mm-hmm. you can still shop gifted and um, the way online, the way it's always been. Um, cause I've always had a, an online store. People right. have shopped online for gifted the whole time. You can still buy individual gifts. You can still buy cards and, um, things like that. But I've started to focus on curating gift boxes for people like ready-made gift boxes and care packages to make it easier for people to send something to someone. And I'm still wrapping. And now the gift wrap is free. I used to charge for it in the store because I was fighting the overhead beast. Mm -hmm. But now because my overhead is so much more manageable, I can offer free gift wrapping. So I'm really focusing on a business model that allows people to send wrapped gifts anywhere that they want to. And, 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 and don't bury the importance of the way you wrap things because I wrap things pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like paper a lot. So I, uh, it's not just one way that we're wrapping. You actually get to choose the mm-hmm. way your gift is wrapped. And so there's gift boxes and um, care packages on the website. And there's, you know, and you can also build a gift box. If you don't like the, any of the ones that I've built, you can take all the, you can add individual stuff to your cart and choose a gift wrap and you have a custom gift box that way. Mm-hmm. So it's just more of a, it's more of a gift service than, than a gift shop, you know? It's, it's, it's service-based now. It's how do, you, how do you send a gift to someone and make it feel special? Because I don't know if you've ever gotten a wrapped gift in the mail, like a wrapped gift, like, like a real one. Mm-hmm. Not that bag that Amazon puts things in that looks like a crown royal bag. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> well, not that, but like something that has a bow on it and a note or a card and tissue paper and you open it. And it's, it's a moment, you know, that's... Mm-hmm. It's such a simple thing. And people tell me all the time, they're like, 
you know, they're like, they were so excited when they opened the box, you know, just the wrap alone makes, like, makes somebody happy. And it's such a simple, easy thing to do for someone's birthday. It's just an easy gesture to make rather than, you know, buying something from a big box store that just arrives in a cardboard box rattling around and you cross your fingers and hope it's not broken. It's a, it's a service. And that's the part of Gifted that I truly loved was being a little gift fairy for people. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> yeah, just helping them provide this source of happiness for people. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's, that's what I'm focusing on. So you um, are doing something else with that too, with your subscription yes, box. I did. I started a subscription box because because um, I like that process so much of curating a box and. The subscription box is called Giftables, and it Mm -hmm. is a subscription box for people who are gift givers. So if you find yourself in a position where you're always getting a gift for someone, you have a large social circle or a large family, or you're, you know, you're always like, oh, so-and-so's birthday is coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to get them something. Or if that's just your love language, you know, that's a lot of people's love language is is gift giving. Giving a gift. Um, So Giftables is a box that's filled with like four to six giftable items every month. Um, a couple of cards and a really cute way to wrap them, like um, wrapping paper, a gift box, a bow, um, so that you can curate your own gifts. So you and you can keep cute. some of the things for yourself of if you want to give can. the gift. To Everybody's yourself. like, "Do I have to give all this stuff away?" I'm like, "No, nope. If you, you bought want, it, you I can do whatever you want." You. I guarantee you, if you subscribe to Giftables, you're going to open the box and there's going to be something in there that you're going to be like, "Um, yeah, this is mine." Yeah. This is going to stay. And that's fine. <laughs> it doesn't have to, but it's just, it's designed for that. But, you know, cute stuff is cute stuff, you know. It's, and so it's every month it's, it's a theme or a color story. Like in, uh, I just did the first box in April and the, the theme for that was let's grow. And it was like strawberries and farmer, farmer's market themed. And it was so cute. Um, so yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing a subscription box and that I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's, Subscription box, it's a slow, it's a slow process, but everything I do is like that. Everything I do is start slow, keep going. Mm -hmm. That's been my business motto for years. Just keep showing up and keep doing what you're doing and keep talking about it and people will eventually listen. They'll eventually get it. They'll eventually get it. I, I wanted to ask you about that because I go through these phases where I just feel completely defeated. And like this town is chewing me up and spitting me out. Mm -hmm. And I want to know how you Mm -hmm. just keep going. What's, what is it? What's the deal? Um, I felt that. And I felt that recently because I was like, I know when I make this transition, I know I'm going to have to rebuild my, my, my customer base. I know there are going to be people that drop me like a bad habit because I don't have a cute little store anymore. And that was a hundred percent true. Um, and that was a defeating feeling to feel like you're talking and no one's listening. So my, my thing is always just to keep showing up and try not to care about too much about how many people are listening and focus on the people that are listening. You know, I have a very loyal group of people that follow me and and like what I do and I focus on those people and and the love that they give me is what makes me show up and keep doing what I'm doing and in hopes that that will spread to maybe one other person that day and one other person will maybe hear what I'm doing and 
they'll like what I'm doing and, and, and recognize the value in what I'm doing and want to keep up with that. So it really is just as simple as show up, even when you don't want to show up, even when you feel like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable talking to myself. <laughs> well, you're doing a really good job talking to me. Yeah. So I do good. it. I do it when I'm not. <laughs> I do it anyway. So, and I love what I do, and that's that helps too. I really love what I do, and I want to keep doing it. So, sometimes I show up to the studio. I'm here every day, and I'm like, I'm gonna make a cute box today, and I'm gonna take a picture of it, and damn it, I'm gonna put it on the website, and I'm gonna tell people I made it, and <laughs> and hopefully and someone wait, listens and, and wait just for wait. the love to rain down yeah. <laughs> and just wait. You know? Yeah, well, I tell you, every time I see there's there's a um, there is a dish towel that I received mm-hmm. as a gift uh-huh. because um, from my friend Tanya because we were both watching your Facebook live mm-hmm. and we were both interacting and I said Tanya I want that for Christmas. Oh, it was an indoorsy. Is it indoorsy? It was so I, funny. I have that one. I don't remember if it was that one, but that's not that the one I'm talking about. It's a green oh. one. And every time I see it, I look at that and I say to myself, I have never felt more seen in my life. <laughs> it's this kind of, it's got a retro vibe to it. And oh, it's, it's a the, woman it answering says, the door. Away. <laughs> it's a woman answering the door with an apron right. on and some, yeah. you know, apparently uninvited guests are there. And it right. just says, away she's smiling she's wearing yeah it's very like mad men the mid-century modern yeah she's smiling and there's company at the door and she's just like go away yeah (laughs) so that's um that has the 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 decorative towel um uh designation in my home where my husband and my son are they know that they are not Mm -hmm. to dry their hands on it it yeah. is there for decoration only and for thing. mom to feel seen and like she's not the only um, person who feels that way because somebody made a no. towel about it. <laughs> it's surprising how often towels can speak to you. I have, well, I saw a pillow once years ago that spoke to me so much and that's mine is, it said, um, I lied when I said I was an outdoor girl. <laughs> Well, as a person who, I said. <laughs> as a person who owns one of your indoorsy towels, I get yeah. that too. <laughs> I lied when I said I was an outdoor girl. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not at all. Please. So your 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 um, giftables boxes. You said they're monthly. They are monthly. Okay. So um, what's what's in the May box? So the May's box is called a Summer of Color, and it's focusing on a color story of just fun, vibrant summer colors. And that box has a lot of really fun accessories in it, okay. um, like summer accessories, giftable accessories for people. And um, I just, I get so excited about these boxes. I have like six months of boxes planned was, on, a Trello, that was, on a Trello board, you know. That was and, my question. I was going to ask yeah. you how far in advance because um, I'm you working must on have like to... October. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I just, uh, I get so excited about them. And um so yeah, May's box is a summer of color and the giftables box, um, you can find it on the website, but I'm going to, so it's, it's $59.95 a month. I'm going to put it out there. People are like sticker shock, but here's what it is. Well, if you know me, one of the great qualities of Wendy is I'm, I just cannot, I'm not cheap. I'm not cheap. And I refuse to make a cheap box of crap. I just couldn't do it. I tried, I tried to make a cheap box of crap. I'm like, how do people do this? How do people do this for 40 or 29.95 a month plus free shipping? 
Like, how does well, Fab Fun put I all that crap say, in the box? That is what I was going to say. Do not compare yourself to Fab well, Fit I, Fun because I, yeah. they have they they have well, they, they the get companies who get the right. free stuff. You right. are you are buying the stuff to put in the boxes. Yeah. So. And I'm like, also like, you know, how can I make this on brand for Gifted? Because you know, their Gifted has a an aesthetic that I stick to. The brand has a, a vibe that I like to stick to, and do it in a way that I'm going to be proud of it. And that people will feel like they're really getting something special every month. I didn't want mm-hmm. them to like open it up and be like, oh, great. Here's a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff I don't want. Right. I really wanted it to feel like something special. So in order for me to be able to do that, I had to put that sticker on it. But I promise you it's worth every penny. Mm-hmm. I promise you I cram every cent of value that I can. Because I'm not, you know, I'm very sensitive to people feeling like they are getting what I'm telling them they're getting. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, did, did you know, have you ever gotten a FabFitFun box? I haven't. There are entire Facebook groups dedicated to reselling the stuff. Oh, nice. So yeah. they, so if, um, you know, if a person gets something that they don't want or can't use, they, oh, they can, wow. you know, resell it. And, okay. you know, it sounds like you would have a Facebook group full of people who would want to to buy stuff from your boxes that would be resold, but nobody's selling anything because yeah. it would be all stuff that they wanted. Yeah. They're either going to want it or they're going to want to give it to someone. And that's the, mm-hmm. that's the point. You know, that's the point of the box is that it'll just make that process easier for people. It gives you a, it, it's basically like a little mini boutique in a box. You know, you, you get a box of this cute stuff and you'd so-and-so's birthday is coming up and you can go, Oh, well I'm going to give them, these things and they all coordinate together so that makes it easier for you to give someone a gift which is just something I'm really trying to do is just make it easier for people to give because when you give something to someone it's so much bigger than just the gift it's so much bigger than the stuff if you really choose something for someone and take the time to wrap it beautifully it means so much more than just the stuff mm-hmm. the effort goes a long way mm-hmm. with people especially now Especially now that we're all a little broken, you know, yeah. and everybody is just trying to, you know, find a way to connect with people. This is a really easy mm-hmm. way to connect with people. Yeah. You'd be surprised how if you send an actual card to someone, like a real one that you wrote something in, you maybe you put a little sticker or a bookmark or something inside of it. Mm-hmm. That kind of joy is, is, not, is dwindling in the world. It well, is. People, I mean, people just feel so forgotten about. They do. Um, I this is something so silly, but I knew that one of my friends um had gone off dairy and she was bummed because she could not find a non-dairy coffee creamer that was mm-hmm. hazelnut flavored. I probably have a card for that. <laughs> Well, I bet you do. But I was at Target just yesterday, and I saw an almond milk-based um, coffee creamer that was hazelnut mm-hmm. flavored. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to buy that. So I bought right. it, and I dropped oh. it off at her house. And today she was like, thank you so much. And I thought, it's right. just some coffee creamer. But no, you it's know, not. She, it's not. It was, I was thinking about you. Right. I heard what you said. I right. saw you know, that and you, you were... matter enough for me to buy this creamer and go out of my way to drop it off for you. Yeah. And that is such an important thing that I feel like we're losing 
the more disconnected we get, we lose that. And there's so much value in that feeling. Mm-hmm. There really is. And I, I'm trying to do what little part that I can to help people create that feeling. It sounds so cheesy. I sound like a Hallmark card or something no. now. But like, nope, nope <laughs> because you're true. not standing there holding a, a coffee yeah. cup with two hands and you don't have one of those wide brim hats on and your oh, long flowing, no. perfectly undone hair. Never. You know. Not a day in my life have I been that person. Same girl, same. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, I just, and that brings me, that brings me happiness to know that I can help people do that. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons behind closing the store was so that I could focus on that feeling because that's what I love. And you lose that. When you have a storefront, you lose the ability to focus on that because everything else, all the big real life stuff, like the money stuff and the you know, needing, I need more people to come in this door. I need more people to come Bodies in, this door. in the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hated that feeling. And I'm like, I don't want it to be about that. I want it to be about this, this moment that I can help create for people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do. But, you know, now I'm in this spot where I have to get people to listen Mm-hmm. to that. And you're helping me with that today. You're helping me with the voice because social media doesn't help a lot mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Facebook well, has I made mean, it really hard. <laughs> I don't mean to draw attention to what was probably a very low point in your life, but I would imagine small little victories. Like I remember your very first live sale that you were going to do and it was with yes. this new technology. Ugh. And I think you were really worried about how that would interface with all that you were doing. Mm-hmm. And at the last minute you had to cancel it and buy a new laptop. I did. We're and talking. I was, I'm I was talking there. to you on that very laptop right now. I was there when that happened and I yes. came to the reschedule. Um, yeah. I, I had a lot of anxiety about that first yeah. live sale because mm-hmm. I had really never done one. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people in this industry and they do them and I watch them do them so brilliantly. And I'm, I don't, I don't have a a sales ability to me. I don't have that quality or, and, and so I was really anxious. You you hit that live button and there's something, Mm -hmm. there's something a little nerve wracking about that. But you survived it and look. I did. I put a lot, so much prep and my laptop, my laptop died 14 minutes before the sale. Yeah. 14 minutes. I was here. My daughter was here with me. I had prepped for forever. Forever, For every possible thing that could go wrong. Yes. Except the one thing that should never have gone wrong. It was just that moment where that laptop died, where you're like, you know, you just have things where you're just like, I cannot believe, but I office spaced that laptop and it was very fulfilling. If you've seen that movie, you know what I mean. I hope everybody has seen that movie. If not, yeah. go go find it on streaming yeah. now yeah, and watch it be a gangster. before you go yeah. to bed. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I had I, that mug yeah. from Gifted. I, I had my way with that laptop and it's... <laughs> <laughs> so this brings me to my question. I remember in one of the, one of the um, online sales that I went to, we kind of came up with this idea that you should do a gifted gifted after dark, gifted after nine or after dark or yeah. something for your snarkier yeah. or yeah. you know more uh, double know. and triple entendre kind of <laughs> items. I have such mixed feelings about gifted after dark. I know because I like that stuff and I like you know I like providing that stuff and I still trick I, I sprinkle it in. Yeah. But um, well, you don't want to, you know, alienate people who don't like uh, that stuff, it. right? I don't want to alienate people, 
And my personal taste is way cuter than mm-hmm. than Gifted After Dark. You know, I appreciate a towel with the f bomb as much yeah. as the next girl. But like yeah. my personal taste and the things that I like to curate are just in in a cuter spectrum than that. So I sprinkle it in if I find something that I can't that I can't ignore. I'll see it and I'll be like, well, I just can't not get that. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I'll get it. Yeah, but I mean, there's After somebody- Dark was fun. There are some people who really don't like that stuff. I remember I of saw course. a thing that just just got me giggling so hard. It was one of those farmhousey influenced kind of wall hangings that said, "Excuse the mess. The children are making memories." Yeah. And instead of making memories, that was marked out. Yeah. And it written in was being assholes. Right. I've and that, that was so much more accurate to my life mm-hmm. that I thought it was hilarious and I described it, it to some somebody and they said that's terrible and I was Mm -hmm. like what yeah oh okay and you know so I get it I get it you know it yeah because because if you have too much of that stuff you're going to alienate the people who who really don't like it and you don't want to bifurcate your Mm -hmm. you know your your customer base and alienate anybody so right and I had stuff like that in the store and I used to feel like especially like socks and stuff I had a pair of socks that said I love my asshole kids and I always felt the need when people would walk back to the sock corner and they had a kid with them. I'd be like, um, warning, there's bad words back there. And usually people were like, they know all those words. But I always had this kind of feeling that I needed to warn people. But then there's always the group of people that come in and they read the cards and they're cracking up. Like Usually people are cool with it. But you know, I, I didn't have a feeling either way. It's not like I have to have on everything. Like, so I, the way that it's pivoted, it's just pivoted into a more place where everything is just kind of cute and, you know, and I'll sprinkle, I'll sprinkle, yeah. you know, the, the curse words and the snarky yeah. stuff in there when I can. So with your uh, subscription box, yes. is it something that you have to re-up every month or yeah. is it yeah. a commitment or what's the deal? There's no, there's no like three, six, 12 month commitment. It's just ongoing. So you sign up and once you sign up, it auto renews every month. So you can cancel at any time. I'm not one of those people that like you have to write me a letter. It's not a gym membership. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you can cancel at any time, um, but it is like a, just an ongoing subscription. So you sign up, you keep it as long as you want. Um, and so far, nobody who subscribed the first month unsubscribed. So I consider that a win. That is a win. That <laughs> is no a win. No one was like, this is garbage and unsubscribed. Yeah. So um, so and I, I hope that that continues and it will be a slow burn. Well, I think this is a, this is a good move because this way your um, talents and gifts – I feel very punny with all of this gift mm-hmm. talk, but you get to share it with a bigger audience yeah. than just the people who could walk into your little shop right? Um, where it was. I hope so. I hope that it spreads, you know, further than, you know, than yeah. it is right now. That's always my hope is that more people will, will see it and love it. That's what any business yep. owners hope is that you just kind of slowly put the net in the water and you just slowly bring more people along with you. And you have to focus on those people who, who like what you're doing. So I hope I find more of those. Well, I am one of your biggest fans. So I am so, I know you've been so supportive. I'm so happy that you, um, 
that you are doing something that you love even more. Mm -hmm. I loved your old shop, but I love seeing the smile on your face and the weight off of your shoulders. Um, that that is worth not yes. being able to pop into your shop to me. So thank you, and I really I mean, you've been supportive literally from the first day mm-hmm. of gifted, and I'll never forget it. I won't because Aww. you've just yeah you there's just there's just people that were just really stuck with me, and it's those are the people that I focus on. Those you know, it's been it's been fun, and I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now if I had not done if I had not opened and closed gifted. I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. So I consider it a success for me. Do you remember early in the shutdown when I had bought something online from you and you came to deliver it and I ran outside on my porch and we talked for like 10 minutes. I was on my porch. You were way down on the sidewalk and I was just like, you're another human being that I I see. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I do remember that. Oh, what a, what a weird time that was. We were like, wow, I'm talking to another person that doesn't live at my house. Yeah, that was such a weird time, and yeah, but that was such a that was a great fifteen minutes. It was. I still have that feeling now. I mean, we're a, over a year into this, and you know, so I still have that feeling sometimes where I'm like, "Wow, I haven't done this in so long. I haven't done this," and so maybe it'll it makes everything a little sweeter, which is nice. And, well, I am so thankful that you took time out of your gift curation day uh, to talk to me. Um, and I feel like I speak for everybody who loves you when I say that we are thankful that you are still at your um, at your little talent right now. Thank um, you. Yeah, it feels and, good to really focus living on your best life. Thing. I mean, that's right. Yeah, that's that, me. I am That's a, a little cliche, but oh, you know, it's a cliche for a reason. Right. Because it's what everybody wants. You just want to live your best life. I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's always a process. Always yeah. trying to improve and evolve. Well, thank you again thank for you, talking Karen. to me today. You did a good job. I'm glad we got thank past you. our technical difficulties. I know. <laughs> Technology, I'm man. I'm telling you. I'm over But we it. did it. We, we did, did it. it. Hopefully it right. uploads. <laughs> My fingers are crossed. I know. All right. Thanks again. I'm going to put links to like your Etsy shop and the giftable stuff all in my show notes. So everybody can go straight there. That's right. Just click on it and you can get all of these curated gifts. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you. Bye. Links and other information mentioned are in today's show notes. This episode was written, recorded, and produced by me, Karen Shore, with music by Doug Maxwell and Meteorite Productions. Be well, friends. Until next time.